Hello, I'm Holly Louise Perry and I am the organiser of UK Galaxy Pageants and today I am discussing what are appearances all about. You're listening to Mummy is Doing a Beauty Pageant podcast with your host Jessica Barkley. Oh wait, that's me. The current Miss Middlesex Galaxy and Mummy to One Amazing Little Girl. Here I will share my crazy journey from buggy walks to walking the stage at the United Kingdom Galaxy Finals. But don't worry, this isn't all about me. I'll be interviewing current and former queens, plus experts in many areas of pageantry. So whether you're hitting the stage for the first time, looking to up your game, or even after some inspiration to follow your own dreams on or off the stage, I hope you will find something here for you. I'll ask the questions you're too embarrassed to and get real about the highs and lows of pageantry. If you enjoy this episode, please give it a shout on social and pop me a little review over on iTunes. Now, strap on those heels and let's get into it because we have a lot to cover. Hello, hello, hello. I am so excited for this interview. I literally feel like I could have set up this podcast just to do this interview because appearances were my biggest sort of confuddle when I did my first pageant. Uh, anyone that's listened yeah. to previous episodes will know what a disaster my first pageant was um, in a lovable, awesome way. Uh, but appearances, <laughs> I was like, I've talked about my appearance folder already and how the difference between this scrappy bit of paper I turned up with for my first one and what I appeared, my beautiful folder I turned up with for my second one and how that impacted the entire day. Um, and so I've touched a little bit on appearances before, but it was it's a really tricky yeah. thing and trying to even trying to explain it to people that I know when I'm trying to book appearances I still get a yeah. little bit confuzzled about things because when it comes to your outfits you can look at photos of the system you're going into and be like okay this would be suitable this is completely not what they're saying and things but until yeah. you turn up on the day you don't see as much of what people are doing appearance wise you see a bit online um yeah it's, it's it's kind of very hard to get to grip so I'm really yeah I was very excited to do this episode and really dig into that one and um, but before we start if anyone has been living in a box and doesn't know who you are <laughs> can you explain <laughs> a little is, bit it's really likely like I feel like just the pageant land sometimes or exclusively Matt the pageants like galaxy people know who I am but yeah You'd be surprised. They're all watching. They're secretly all watching. <laughs> um, can you explain a bit about what you do in relation to the pageant, uh, pageant industry and how you got started in pageantry? Yeah. So, I mean, I first started in the industry because I was competing. I always say that I was just completely brought up in uh, the wrong sort of decade. Uh, I used to watch Eurovision every year with my mum and dad and Miss World was sort of like the TV highlight um, because that's everything that my mum had done that she was growing up as a little girl. Um, And I realise now that not many of my friends were doing the same thing um, because, you know, the pageant industry has taken a, a turn in like sort of the the lower viewing side, we, you know, in the olden days, like the older days, but even sort of 30, 40 years ago, it was one of the most watched TV programs um, on TV, like Miss World annually, um, even exceeded like the Olympic viewers. Whereas now that's not the case, sadly. Uh, But I just fell in love with the industry, absolutely loved it. And then when I heard that there was sort of a local heat going on for competition, for me, I just wanted to be involved and um, never in a million years thought I'd actually win one and um, but just the chance to be part of it uh, was something that really excited me and I guess that's just where it all started and kind of snowballed from um, I didn't win and um, I did lots and lots of competitions before I actually made it through to the missing one finals I think it took me about two years um, and I just loved every second of it. And then I guess the rest is history. Once I'd competed a few times, I got to travel internationally, um, representing the UK or England, uh, went to some of the most amazing places, Las Vegas, Germany, the Philippines. uh, And all of a sudden I was approaching uh, a time where I'd done most of the competitions in the UK. Uh, You know, I never won the title that I dreamed and dreamed of. and I, you know, that was just wasn't the way it was meant to be. But um, I was aging out of most competitions and I still desperately wanted to be involved in the industry. And so I started researching what international systems there was that I could maybe align myself with. Um, 
and launch in the UK. And then I discovered Galaxy. And um, that was in 2008. I was uh, Googling it from my university bedroom. And the rest is history. I, I launched it. Um, I went to meet uh, with Maria um, the first year. And I actually took friends who competed that year as missing team because I wanted to you know, check what the system was like before I launched it and sent um, people who I hadn't met before. And yeah, it was just amazing. Fell in love with the whole competition, the feel of it. Uh, Maria as an organiser. And it has just sort of snowballed from there. Um, and we've now got, we've got Miss Galaxy, uh, Miss Teen Galaxy, and then we also do the Miss and the Misses and the Junior Miss. So all really exciting, but that's a little bit about how I started in the industry. I'm so excited for when you start doing the teeny, teeny, tinies in Galaxy. <laughs> for anyone that's missed it, I have a two and a half year old and she has her own little Aww. sash. Um, have a look on my Instagram. She has one that says mummy's mini supporter and future Galaxy girl. And she constantly asks if we're doing about appearances or um, any kind of Galaxy preps or when I've been sorting out earrings or whatever. She goes, when can I be a Galaxy girl? Well, Liam, my son, will love that because he came with us to Orlando this year and he, I mean, you know, at that age, he's 18 months, he won't sit still and he sat transfixed at watching the show and he was cheering for the girls, particularly when they were in swimwear, he was like screaming with <laughs> excitement. Um, so I'm not, not too sure what that tells me about my He thought he was moment, going swimming, he likes yeah, swimming. He re- he really appreciated the detail and the, the glitz of those swimwear outfits. Um, but yeah, so it's it's lovely that she's already uh, enjoying and being part of your journey. She's doing a little charity one in October. It's just like two little outfits and oh. they pull around in a circle. Um, but yeah, just because just she was so desperate to do stuff. And we actually, we have outfits that suit the different categories already for different things she's um i'm doing the the snow queen for something um uh in november sort of december christmas light switch on and she is going to be with me so she's got a snow fairy outfit so she can join in um her wardrobe is is growing already yeah (laughs) daddy has no idea what he's letting himself in for like (laughs) i can hide i can hide what i spend on it but when i'm spending it on her it's a bit more obvious (laughs) Yeah, uh, this <laughs> this is a Sherry Hill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a Daisy. Um, yeah, he's got he's got quite good at tasting clothes as well. So at least he understands the expense of clothes in general. Um, whereas yes. some men don't even understand that clothes cost money. Their wives or partners buy all their clothes and they never see the bills. So he's got a yeah. good understanding of quality. And that's I'm just losing you on the signal front a little bit. That's my life. That's my life. There you go. I've got you back. I've got you back. Is that okay? Signal signal fun. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not moved. I'll be interested to see if that's recorded, how it sounded this thing, because it sounded like you were doing some really cool singing. Um, Oh, no, I really definitely was. It didn't just break out into song, I promise. (laughs) Um, So... Let's get into the appearance side of things because I feel like we have so many things I want to ask. I've got to stay focused because otherwise we'll be here four hours later. And what would you explain an appearance, what an appearance is for the galaxy system? We're going to focus on the galaxy system today. So I would say to everyone, um, do check in with your directors and the teams running your systems if you're not in galaxy um, because there may be variations. But I tend to find that quite consistent over most systems and um, yeah. if they have impaired if they have appearances some systems don't have appearances now um, but a yeah. complete beginner coming into them and they sit down and go I, I've read the description I don't know what I still don't know what it is you're expecting of me yeah I, so I completely understand this because when I actually became the director of Galaxy in the UK and I got the handbook and the information from the international pageant it said about appearances and for me this was the very first time that I'd seen or heard anything about a pageant appearance I think it's something that massively comes from the industry in the US and perhaps more internationally whereas in the UK it wasn't something that was officially happening Uh, what I do know that as a contestant you wanted to make the very most out of having your sash and I would go um 
two different appearances, but on a much smaller scale than now when I see, like, for example, the Galaxy Girls. But I think it being an actual thing in the handbook that we encourage to do gives you the opportunity to go out and be like, oh, I can do this. Because it was almost as if the appearances were reserved for the girls who won. And that was all I just wanted to win that Sash and Crown and do a whole year of appearances. And now I realise that you can do that. You don't, you, you can still do it, uh, especially with your regional title. So I understand the confusion when you're first reading it and thinking, what on earth is it? Essentially, it is where you use your session title in public. So it could be that you feature in the local press and they're saying, oh, you know, congratulations to Jessica. She's made it through to the Miss Galaxy, Miss Galaxy UK finals. And that would class as an appearance. And that's kind of the easy one, the easy definition of it. Um, then where it gets a little bit more hard, where people think, oh, how do I even start, is when you are going out into sort of your local community and attending appearances with your sash. Uh, so that can cover any range of things. And I found that once girls start to make a couple, the rest just start to naturally flow because your confidence is increased, but also you're meeting people at other events who are like, oh, would you like to come and, and be involved um, with this that we're doing? So um, it could be that there's a community fair uh, or a charity event. So I'm just talking off the top of my head here. Um, but there's so many different things um, where you're going out into your community. Even if you sort of Google like what's happening in my village, you'd be surprised uh, what comes up. But sometimes people might say, well, there's really not actually that many events taking place. There's still things that you can do, uh, but it's all optional and it's up to your personalities if you want to do it, which is something that I'll come back to in a moment. I'll just focus on what an appearance can be. So it might be that you want to volunteer within a charity. There might be an old people's home uh, perhaps near you and they just would love you know someone to go in volunteer with them whether they sit and talk uh, or they might volunteer helping with the food side of things uh, same with um all manner all manner of uh appearances like all manner of charities uh, there's just it's kind of like the list becomes endless once you begin which i'd imagine is what you found being a galaxy girl yourself once you start making appearances and finding that you enjoy them and um, so yeah the first year i competed so i started talking and realized that you can hear me and um, i the first time i competed i rocked up to another girl that was competing in the same category as me that i befriended online rocked up to her charity yeah. event that she'd organized i may have read a couple of questions because it was a quiz night but I think that was all I contributed. And I, at the last minute, we remembered to take pictures because she'd never competed before either. But she yeah. was much more organized than me and had organized something for the charity. I think I did nothing for the charity. Um, I didn't know, I hadn't read what the charity was. Like it was, it, we all know that my first one was a disaster, let's be honest. Um, but I enjoyed it still. Um, and I turned up with like this scrappy folded up piece of paper and then saw everyone's lovely books. And so the next year, I planned out and I strategized and I found lots of events that were really, really good and wanted to do. And I did, yeah, start to get the feeling and, and the confidence to go to more. I yeah. also realized for me, I need to put the sash on before I walk in. I found it quite awkward okay, getting yeah, in yeah. and then putting the sash on. But then yeah, there's another lady sense. I spoke to and she's got um, a 16 or 18 month old and she is a title holder now in another system. She has right. to do, she likes to get there and get settled with her little one and then put her sash and crown on and she's yeah. got confidence doing it that way. So you, yeah. just, you kind of have to play around with it a bit. Yeah. The, the 2017, when I was lined up to compete, I'd got the appearance bug even more. By the time I found out I was pregnant and pulled out, I'd only <laughs> done 17 appearances. Yeah. Um, and that was, oh, I can't, I think I'd, be, I think I'd signed up two months. I'd been signed up for two months. <laughs> I'd, session, I'd done 17 see, appearances already. And I was like, where, where are they? Let's find them. And see, yeah. And that I'm going to jump on you a bit here because like in all this that we're saying, there's already sort of so many things that are being presented that, uh, go with this big appearance myth. Uh, so I know that 
like you say, your first competition, you came in and other people had these lovely books and you felt that you just had the pieces of paper. But effectively, all that is needed is those pieces of paper because mm. when they're being counted, it's just about making it simple to our team when we yeah. when we do that. And the and in America, you're not if you were to win, you're not allowed to take a book. It needs to be just the sheets. Um, and I think that as a contestant, and I know I'd be off, oh, percent the same it's that there might be that 70 percent of the girls have the pieces of paper but even if only one girl has this big shiny book that looks like and you know some people yeah. bring like five then you're like oh my goodness and that's what you focus on and that can just literally make your head go oh no but i'm 100 telling the truth like they as long as it's presented on that piece of paper you're not gonna be up or down marked yeah. in that respect you I'm losing you a little bit getting your bonus points for the is a map uh, about now I've not moved sorry <laughs> I've not moved is oh, it you're not bad you're back you're back, back. okay um should I do that all again um, it's I could I think we got the the main gist of it. Okay. Is that, yeah, is the yeah. book. I think the big yeah. thing I found with having the book over not was I felt more yes. organized. So even yes. if you've got a a, a, a a very plain folder together that you can turn up so that you feel I just don't feel like the piece the scrappy folded up piece of paper is just not me. Like even even yes. the scrappy bits of paper that are in my bag from receipts here and there are in a nice little book, even in my handbag. Um, oh, so can you organise my handbag, please? <laughs> Funnily, I recently did a YouTube video on that. <laughs> but it's, it, was, it, it was representing, it's much more me to have everything neat and together and having that, yeah. it, I mean, when I say scrappy bit of paper, it was dog-eared and messy it was just hideous <laughs> it was hideous in every aspect yeah. it, there was nothing pageant yeah. or beauty about it and yeah. um, it was felt I felt more prepared and organized and yeah. so even if I'd only had three in my beautiful book it was the fact that I yeah I went in I stood in that queue and felt so much more confident than yeah. the around having that but yes and that's is, great yeah, yeah it's what's in in there that yeah. matters and, and it's how it affects you and I think there's this and then going with the appearances it's kind of it, there's this big fear on how many you can or can't do and or, or how many you should do if you even want to be considered to win. Um, now, I've had girls who have won the UK Galaxy pageants and not even, not reached the, the amount to get the full five bonus points. I've also had some that have sort of made over 100. Uh, yeah. And I think this is a really, I almost hate talking about this because I know as I'm saying this, some pageant girls are like, cheering and others are like oh I don't agree with that and so the way the appearances are is that it gives you an opportunity to use your title and you can then do as little or as much as you want with it whether that means you know for me I would love doing appearances so I would do as much as I possibly can but I also know that everyone has different constraints in life uh, whether you've got a husband child job education yeah, exactly. you know or you maybe just want to have a weekend and see your friends that's okay so it's trying to find a balance and not thinking I have to dedicate my next year to only making appearances because that's what I've got to do in order to win the way it works with the appearances is you can get these maximum of five bonus points you, it's not a case of the judges then going oh she's made so many appearances that we need to hire mark her to to balance out for that so I'm sorry for all the girls who maybe think that 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 could be the case yeah. but it's not that said, if you enjoy going out, making appearances, and you are someone who's made 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 upwards, then that gives you a great topic to talk about when you're talking about yourself in an interview. Yeah. So it's not that you're being upmarked because you've made them all, but you can talk about your passion for making them, uh, but know that just because you've worked really hard to achieve what you have done with appearances – so have a lot of other girls in the competition. So by making X amount doesn't mean, right, you're issuing for the crown. Um, you know, sometimes I, when I did compete, I would be like, oh, but I did so much. 
but so did the girl and the girl who won. And even if she hasn't done as many as you, that doesn't take away her worthiness of the crown, uh, which yeah. I think it's really hard when um, you don't get, it's not that you get sucked up in the appearances, but it just becomes like a lifestyle and, you know, it becomes a community thing as well. Like we were talking about the different um opinion not different opinions sorry the different opportunities that you've got for an appearance whether it's within your local community or you're in your newspaper but another big one that a lot of girls do is making appearances at different pageants um, which is lovely because everyone's sort of getting to know each other uh, you're seeing each other and it's also nice to be able to sit and watch a pageant sometimes rather than compete uh, and just to actually support the girls on the stage um, one thing that I will say if you are making an appearance at another pageant is to always always ask in advance the organizer for permission to wear your sash or sash and crown if you have one um because out of respect some pageants don't don't want other titles um there with the sash and crown and i do understand that um every organizer has their own way of working and that is you know to absolutely be respected for me like the way i do it is i say yep Anyone is welcome, bring crowns, sashes. I want to see them all in the audience. I get very excited, very emotional when I, I see so many people come and watch Galaxy. It's just, for me, it's a fantastic, fantastic thing. But then, you know, the flip side of looking at it, for example, the way another organiser might work is that at that weekend, at that pageant, their title holders are the priority and they don't want you know another sash and crown coming in and deflecting from that and they don't want to take away that moment of their girl because you know they don't want their girl to feel pushed out or something like that and I completely understand and uh, respect that so it's not me saying oh well you know make sure you check with another organizer um because they're difficult and just saying just out of respect for the way they run their system pageant girls need to be ensuring that they have the permission to wear their sash and crowns at, at events it's just it's just asking and I think it can feel particularly if you're new to the industry it can feel quite tricky to go and ask yeah the the director the the crew behind the director that team can feel a little bit on a pedestal um, in the same way that judges yeah. like you don't want you can't look the judges in the eye because they might be judging you at a future pageant and you don't want to look Put, put your foot out of place it's just ask if if you ever ask anything yes. it's like I um put forward to volunteer backstage at one of the other systems that you run you said unfortunately fine less and other ones can't do it but if I didn't yeah. ask, I wouldn't have known um, 100% I mean, I'd much rather ask and get a no than turn up and do something wrong yeah um, and just you ask. A hundred percent. And don't feel, you know, that you are intimidated to to ask another system because if anything, they will just have so much respect for you. Um, just send a polite email like, good afternoon. Um, I'm really interested in attending, in attending, sorry, at, attending your pageant finals that are being held on XYZ. Uh, I am a reigning uh, title holder. I'm Miss Galaxy Warrington. Uh, and I just want to check um, if there would be any objections to me wearing my sash. Um, if there are, I completely understand and respect this, but wanted to ask in advance, uh, you know, and then it just avoids any upset. Yeah. And there's a couple of bits I wanted to touch in there. So you're saying uh, about there not being a certain number of appearances that really, yes. obviously you get your certain, so it's half a point in appearance with Galaxy. So 10, 10 appearances actually get you points, but after that it's... Yeah. Is there a sort of what? Because there is, oh, it's completely going out of my head. Is there a a not a title for the person that does the most appearances still in Galaxy? Yes. Um, so that might be. We've talked about in future episodes having a goal that maybe isn't winning the crown, particularly if it's your first pageant. Winning might not be your goal. You might want to gain confidence, or maybe you've never worn swimwear in public. That might be your goal. Is just to get up and done that. Doing yeah. doing lots of appearances and going after the appearance title might be your goal. You might be really shy in public. So be like, right, yes. I'm going to do 100 appearances and break down that barrier of being shy in public. That might be your personal goal. Um, yes. Is there a number for the different categories or is it literally some some years you get a missus that does 200 or um, some yeah. years the, the best teen is, is 50 and things. Is there a number yeah. or is it literally just potluck? It's, it's potluck. It's what happens on the day. Um, and then, like I say, the team go through and check them because sometimes uh, we might find that 
Um, there's a lot of grey areas with appearances. So um, we have to, as long as we assess them all in a fair way so that every single one in that same division is judged by the same criteria. Um, so if you go, you know, if you think, oh, well, today I'm going to go to Manchester and I'm going to stand next to, you know, the sign for um, the History Museum and, and the National Science Museum and, uh, oh, there's the art, there's an art centre, I'll go and stand next to the sign for that. And, oh, look, I've got 10 appearances. They're not going to count because they wouldn't be classed as genuine appearances. What we need to see is an engagement with someone. Um, you know, whether you're at an event and you're having a photo with someone or you're at another pageant and you're wearing your sashes. Um, then on top of that, it's where like social media becomes a little bit of a blurred line because some people are launching social media campaigns which I completely understand. And I think it's amazing uh, just to see how much um, girls post on Instagram and Facebook to promote the causes that they feel really passionately about. But equally, we couldn't do it that you do a post a day on your social media campaign um, and then count that. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, I got 365 appearances. (laughs) You're like, oh no. So there has to be like a level of fairness where we look at it and go, right, that, that is an appearance, but this one doesn't. This one doesn't count, um, and so that is. And again, everyone's appearance folders present something different every time, so we can never say exactly how it's gonna gonna be. You know, sometimes the most in a competition might be seventeen. Sometimes it might be seventy-seven. Uh, it just varies. And um, so, can I throw out a couple that? I've spotted a lot and uh, in okay. the past and a couple of new types of appearances that are coming through that are a bit grey area. And oh, you're putting me on the spot. Yeah, completely going to put you on the spot. Oh, on on the spot. <laughs> um, so uh, when people go, say you've got a charity fair, um, so like a Christmas fair and there's lots of charity stands and things and you go to the fair and have your session all day um, and you just take some pictures next to the stands, would that or would that not count? The charity fair would absolutely count, taking your sash and and being there on the day. But what you couldn't do is break it down into like 10 appearances and be like, oh, I was, yeah, it's one. One appearance. Awesome. Um, So you don't need to specifically be working on one of those stands throughout the day and things like that. It would just be you can go for the whole day and and be contributing that way. Perfect. Absolutely, yeah. Charity shop donations, because this was one that became quite popular. Is people would they'd either just get a bag, like like a Tesco carrier bag size full of clothes, and go to the charity shop, and there'd be a picture of them outside the shop with the bag, and then inside the shop handing over the bag. Would that count as an appearance? This is one of those grey areas, and I was dreading you were going to say this. (laughs) Um, Okay, so some people volunteer at charity shops and that would 100% um, volunteer work would. Um, What we would normally do is if there are charity shop donations is we'd probably count one. But if people had been putting them in as doing, you know, one every week, then we would count it as one. It's always good also to get Mm -hmm. people's feedback. So if people are listening to this and be like, oh my goodness, that's so unfair then let me know but equally I think if you've made it's it's about quant not quantity sorry quality over quantity and this is one thing that we've actually discussed at the directors meeting in the USA it's not about having made the most appearances it's about using your title in a way um that is like a it is a positive way and and people are getting out and seeing your title so it, we almost have had the debate of do we actually give uh, and this is not happening in the UK, just to like preempt all those rumours that start. But you, we have considered, do you give an overall score and be like, right, okay, I'm looking at her book. She's made 10 really solid, great appearances. She gets five. And then, you know, someone who's maybe gone out and stood next to a lot of signs, but then done some other authentic ones, do you then give them a lower score and say, well, they've done some, but it's not the same quant- quality, sorry, as, as the other girl. But we're not doing it. But that's the level of debate that even we've had as directors about appearances. So my, my my very first appearance was an entire day of which I spoke. I did five one-hour speeches at a school. Um, it was the same wow, speech yeah. five times, but I love public yeah. speaking. I do public speaking with my work. Um, it's definitely something that's 
that's got a big connection with pageantry with me with public speaking but it was an entire day I paid for extra childcare to go and do it it's not something I could do 50 of um in yes. the run up to um and also getting those is quite tricky because schools are a bit wary about what you're going to say if they put you in yeah. front of their um impressionable teenagers and um yeah that is obviously quite a mega appearance to do. Yeah, I've had some that yeah. also taken me half an hour to an hour and I got to take my daughter with me, in which case much yeah. less stressful. Um, and we also had a blast. Like, there's chances are that some of the things that I do as appearances, we would have done anyway, but maybe I wouldn't have found them unless I was looking for appearances. That's been quite yes. nice. We've gone yeah. Um, and sometimes I found things and gone, this isn't an appearance, but we're going to go anyway because it looks good. Um, so that's, <laughs> I've got my sack in my bag. <laughs> yeah, we'll go, we'll, go, we'll go anyway and enjoy it. Yeah. Um, podcast interviews. So there's, I believe I am currently the only UK pageant podcast. Um, okay. I know, obviously, we've got the pageant project over in Australia. Is has yeah. done quite a few of the Galaxy Girls recently um, and yeah. love doing an interview with Maria. I believe you've got an interview with him. I do. I think that may have gone out before this one goes out as well. Um, oh. so he he's, seems to be one of the biggest ones for interviewing actual queens um, and title holders and things. Um, yeah. There's uh, Pageant Planet, but they don't seem to have as many interviews. It tends to be with big t- sort of the international title holders. Yeah. Um, and then the only other ones I've really found are, are, are sort of smaller ones and don't have the interviews on. If someone gets an interview on a pageant podcast like this, to say you were a title holder, would this count as a digital appearance? Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. Because this this is kind of like a digital newspaper article, isn't it? <laughs> almost. You know, if you think about it, you're promoting your title, you're talking about your title, you're telling everyone about it. But um, you know, what I would probably say is if you if you did a series of podcasts with the same podcast host, then you couldn't be like, oh, I've done 10 appearances. That's where we'd That's again use our, our judgment on how it's fair to qualify and validate them in that way. Yeah. I feel like as this yeah. is my podcast, I can't really count it as an appearance. So this won't be going in my folder, <laughs> but it will certainly be talked about in my well, interview. Well, <laughs> what, you could, what I would say you could do, though, is you could absolutely highlight that you have the podcast and Ooh. as an appearance um but you just probably couldn't do every podcast as an appearance like save yourself the work on the forms guys that's what I'd say like, well I'll be I'll be up to like 100 episodes by the time I get to the galaxy finals <laughs> so that would be a big appearance for us. <laughs> yeah I'll leave Hannah to verify all of those <laughs> so. so would it be the same with blogs so if you get a blog interview and where it's literally you talking about your title or your pageant system and things like that and your photos and everything. Does a blog one hosted on someone add, else's blog? Again, would 100% include it in the folder. And then anything that's... Because they're all, all blogs can be different. Um, but like you say, if it's someone's independent blog and then you're featuring on it, then absolutely, yeah, that would be an appearance. And, and what about the other one, again, is a digital, I think the digital, because the digital's changed so much recently. Yeah. It's that. Absolutely. It wasn't even a more. thing when I was a pageant contestant. I guess it is, like you say, it's now the, it's now like getting something in the newspaper, but because yeah. you could, I mean, having a, being featured in someone's Instagram post, I'm guessing wouldn't count. But um, obviously there are groups on, on Facebook that have some very big followings and they do video interviews with you if you were doing a video interview in a big Facebook group would that count as an appearance um I think it would probably depend and we'd actually review it I know that that's me just like not really giving a straight answer there but because I don't know what I've never been asked I've never had that present itself Um, I guess go in do them do it on don't just do it because you need the appearance. Do it because you're going to enjoy the experience and you're putting exactly. something good yeah. out into the world. And then it's exactly. a way to win. I say if you've yeah. got a lot of things you're trying to get out of something, if you'll always win. Um, yeah. So you should never go into uh, never go into a pageant just wanting to win the crown because in the end, even if you take the crown home, you'll never really be a winner. Um, exactly. Go in and have some different objectives, yeah. and, then... and don't, yeah, and just sorry to interrupt, but on that same thread, like don't just make appearances because you think that means that it's going to help you win. Uh, make them because you want to make them, which I know is essentially what you're saying. 
Um, and, and we've uh, said going to other pageants, make sure you can check your session crown, but those count as appearances as well. Because again, that's people yeah. like, oh, but it's fun. Yeah, that's exactly. Good. Appearances can I be would fun. love it. That's all I ever wanted to do was just go around and watch all the pageants. But there wasn't many pageants when I was competing. It was, li- it was literally all, you know, regional heats. There wasn't, uh, there just was not the same level of pageants to attend. I'm just jealous that it's, and we've got Miss World. Miss World is in London this year. I'm so excited. I um, know. And I know. I've got tickets yet, though. I've booked my hotel and I've got no ticket um, because they're not releasing them yet until the all the regionals happen. And uh, although I live in London, it's the other side of London. It might as well be in Manchester for how for being the other <laughs> side of London. It is easier for me to get up to to Galaxy than it is for me to get to the other side of London. Um, oh God. But yeah, I'm I'm all about booking the hotels quickly and getting those discounted rates. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And what would you say was the biggest mistake you see ladies making around appearances? I think it's the pressure that people put on themselves and say, "Oh my goodness, I've only made X, Y, Z. There is no way that I can win now." And um, things like that really upset and infuriate me because I hear people say you know, you have no chance of winning Galaxy unless you do this, this and this and you need to make a minimum number of that and it really isn't true. Uh, Time and time again, we have people win that completely break those theories Um, and then um, we had another idea in my head then that just just went and then with the other side of it, um, the biggest mistake see ladies making around appearances, there's... Jessica, I'm really sorry. My mind just went completely <laughs> blank. Oh my god, I had something really good to say. I'm really embarrassed. I'm oh sorry. no, no, I had that happen in an interview the other day. I'm oh thinking, oh, it was. I, 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 I like spun it round, and I because I got suddenly I had to reference a book in the question I was giving, and I got so excited about talking about this book, I completely forgot the question. Oh my um, god, I'm just honestly like, like I'm trying to remember what I was going to say. Um, this is real life. This is this is how we roll. Don't worry. Ah. Um, and uh, see, I like to keep it natural, and now I've just completely messed up what I was thinking. Um, and that's what natural is. Natural is my yeah. brain shuts down in the middle um, of questions, and that's just I'm not in a pageant interview right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> see, this is why I'm always like, girls, don't worry about it. Um, just, just be real. Oh, pageant yeah, interview. Just that's... be yourself. Um, but with appearances, oh my god, I've remembered. So one of the other mistakes, uh, I wouldn't even call it a mistake, it's just one of those complete misconceptions. Uh, and it's I've heard people say like, oh, you know, I'm not posting all my appearances online because I want to keep it as a surprise so that the judges see and it has this like forceful impact. Well, you know, for me, if you're going out and giving up your time making appearances Shout about it to the moon and back if you want to. If you want to put it on your social media and be like, this is the appearance I've done, um, then I would put it on. I wouldn't see holding something back, um, you know, so the judges get this forceful impact on the day as something that's really going to work because I don't know, I don't really know how that would work to be honest, is like my, so if you don't want to post about it, that's completely fine. But I would say it's just, it's not really a strategy to help you win. Yeah. that I think would have an effect. One, one of my, my goals with competing this time round is to help inspire other people to compete or show them the journey it takes to compete. And yeah. so I'm, I'm posting all of mine consistently and I've even put a section on, the website, on my website now um, that's linked to the podcast showing a few so that people get a few ide- more examples of different types of ones yeah. that you can do. So I'm trying to find quite a variety to show, look at all the yeah. different crazy adventures you can go on with your family. Exactly. Um, yeah, 100%. Enjoy the experience. And yeah. one of the things I was really unsure about when the second time around, when I actually did some appearances, was what to wear for some of them. I'm, I'm one of these people, I hate to turn up in the wrong outfit for things. I like yeah. to be appropriately dressed. I'm very traditional like that. If it's a black yeah. tie, I will be in a full-length gown and things like that. And why would you not wear a yeah. full-length gown when you can? And exactly. But when you're, particularly if you're going to groups of people that don't know what a pageant is and you say, um, as a regional title holder with Galaxy, we, we're not at the crown stage yet. I know some systems, regional yeah. title holders, you compete to win your region and you do have the crown. But is yeah. it acceptable to wear like a tiara or something 
for appearances where they are expecting more of that kind of thing. Um, I mean, the one that's really tricky with me is I am the snow queen for an appearance and I'm doing a a Christmas story time reading with little kids um, and then I'm singing Christmas carols and they want me as a snow queen. So they will be a crown, but I'll be in full fancy dress. Um, (laughs) I kind of need a crown. Um, And... But there are other ones where they're sort of expecting you to already have a crown, even though you're a regional, because right, they don't I know understand. what regional means. Yeah, um, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, not go out and buy yourself one of the mega crowns or one that looks even like your system's crown. Nothing like that. But the small, yeah. small little bit of sparkle tiara is something like that. Okay, or is that going of to be course? Yeah, of course. Like, I'm. I completely understand all those points that you've made, and I think if it makes you feel good and comfortable then I would never be opposed to something like that and I think if you if you have a tiara and you want to wear one then that is fine that is 100% not an issue at all definitely awesome because I bought myself two little sparkly headbands because I just it's nice to have a little bit of I'm one. wearing a sparkly headband today and my dad was like are you pretending you've worn a crown I know I look like I'm pretending to be a teenager, but please don't highlight it to me. Yeah, just just smile and wait. <laughs> Leave me with my headband. <laughs> I'm trying to keep trying it cool. To steal my headband. I, 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 to be fair, I think I used Galaxy as an excuse to buy one of these because it was very overpriced for a headband. <laughs> um, but it's I, I absolutely love it. And anyone that doesn't know what I'm talking about, do check out some of my appearance photos already and you'll see the headband appears in quite a few of them. Um, it's like, it's denim. It's, de- it's like a denim twist knot thing that's very fast oh, at the moment. Oh, I know what you mean. Um, but then it's got yeah. blue and silver little spark, little crystals on it. Um, and I just, it also, it makes it look like I've done my hair without much effort. And you see, I just don't I think, I don't suit this headband. So again, based on like the fact that we have paid probably slightly over the odds for said headbands, I have today forced myself to wear it and I just feel like I look stupid. It doesn't match any of my outfits. It's sparkly. It's multicolored. So how can it not match? But I just it's feel lovely. like, I just feel like it doesn't suit me, but it, it needs to be worn because otherwise it's really bad value for money. Yeah. So. Yeah. Sparkles go with everything. Um, yeah. Talking about the hair side of things, because that can get quite tricky. If you're really yeah. short for time, but you really want to do some appearances and you really want that as part of your um, your time as a yeah. title holder, it's hard enough to fit the appearance in without going and paying sometimes, because I'm really bad at hair and makeup. I'm all about handing it over to the glam squad and give it <laughs> to the experts. Um but I can't, I don't, one, I don't live anywhere near Duncan and Patrick, so I can't have them for every <laughs> appearance as much as I would like them to, like, live in my house. Yeah, no um, way. I'm just going to, like, no, people cannot be paying for hair and makeup for most appearances. Like, if you feel like it's a special event and you want to go all out, yeah, but, you know, that would just be beyond the call of, of I mean, if you want, I mean, unless you, you know, like, the Kardashians wake up, I'm sure, and have that every day, which I would just love to have in my life. But realistically yeah I think that's yeah it's I mean I've gone my even my day makeup has vastly improved since doing galaxy (laughs) because I went and paid you can do a I think a lot of different makeup stands and stuff do them yeah do them as I paid mac and it was something like 50 pounds and they give you a full tutorial and then you can redeem the 50 pounds against products so I waited until I'd run out of lots of stuff and I got them to teach me how to do a few bits and I now have yeah the most basic makeup draw because I can do it quickly when there's like a toddler climbing up me and be like, mummy would like to look pretty today. She actually calls my room, my office where I have my makeup. Being a mum. <laughs> yeah. oh. That's too cute. Oh, oh, the juggles. She has a clean makeup brush and an empty plastic pot that she, she does her makeup in the mirror with when I'm getting ready. And she has some sparkle spray she's allowed and that's it. Oh, you see, my son opens the drawer and Liam starts like he gets all my foundation bottles out. But I've worked out as long as that lid's on and it gives me five minutes to do my makeup, then I just let him play with it. <laughs> okay, here you go. Your own, your own little bit. Your own. <laughs> and, and, and the iPad, her, we have an, an old iPad with two games and one movie on and that lives in my office for, for makeup-based purposes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And what about clothing with appearances? I mean, like I said, I, I like to dress appropriate for the occasion, but do you yeah. need to be glam? I don't think you need to be glam. I think glam, I think appropriate is is probably the right word. And also then it goes back down to yourself and what, what you would want to wear. So for me, um, I am normally, if there's an event or even a gathering with friends, overdressed because uh, that's just the style of clothes that I maybe like. Whereas my sister would be, in my opinion, always underdressed <laughs> uh, so because she's much more casual and laid back. So I think it's important to not go outside of the realms of what you're comfortable with and almost feeling like, oh, I have to wear this to conform because I'm making a pageant appearance and this is what I have to wear. But I think it's important to also respect the event that you're attending. So if they have a particular dress code in place, um, and you, you do want to be smart. If it's, you know, for example, if it's for a charity event, you don't want to be in something that that is out of out of line with what they're trying to achieve so I'd always check if it is an event that's being organized by someone just saying you know is there any particular dress code uh, and always I think it's good just to have some fail-safe options in your wardrobe and regardless of whether you want to whether you are me who wants to be overdressed or my sister that's underdressed it's got a halfway point whether it's dress and tights or a skirt and tights and a top uh, or trousers with a what we call a nice top so you're smart but casual and comfortable does that you know cover all, oh then if it's an evening event that's black tie uh then it's a little bit more different i'd probably avoid trousers and a top yeah. for that um i'd go a bit more glam um, but i would say because there's such a like we've discussed such a mix and different appearances that you can do um uh, but it's just also thinking about what you might be doing at that appearance so i once did one that was at a dragon boat race um and I was made sure that I was, well, I was in a skirt and tights and a polo neck. So I thought, right, nothing can go too wrong uh, if I'm at least covered up. You know, you don't want a Marilyn moment or, or something like that. So, yeah. Really <laughs> You'd um, have a wetsuit if I fell in there. Yeah. Pageantry appearances have, have sort of taught me a lot with my public speaking because working out what's best for the right occasions. Because I, I like to be... Comfy and classic, those are my sort of two defining words when whatever outfit I'm wearing. Yeah. Um, it's got to be comfy. I hate being uncomfortable. I can't, that, even like bras yeah. and things with underwire and stuff, it's just not, not my yeah. favourite place to be. Um, so comfy and classic are my two things. But then I have to tweak that depending on the audience. If I'm talking to more business type people, they will exactly. respond better to me if I go smarter. Whereas I talk yeah. a lot to mum groups as well. Quite often mums with their babies, with them then and there. If I yeah. go looking pristine, they're going to exactly. be like, she does not relate to me. Yeah. She does not connect with me. Yeah. Um, and same with the kids. I sort of like, want to be a bit more down with the kids. Um, yeah, you're going to wear your sparkly headband. Yeah, you know? it's, it's like, really cool. connect, connect with them a little bit. Or like I'm doing the book reading. I'm going to be in fancy dress because they will think the book is much more exciting and they will... They will forgive me if I pronounce anything wrong if I'm yeah. dressed up like a big sparkly snow queen. Um, exactly. So it's, yeah, yeah. Connecting it to your audience helps really well. Yeah, think about the audience and what you're doing, where you're going. I would say with that, definitely. And I mean, Facebook and things has really helped with finding appearances. You can go into the events page and, and tweak your settings and go through um, examples of ones. And if you like one event you get all these other events pop up that you might like and I've also found um in London there was an app uh, that literally is called something like volunteer London and you can go okay. in and look for events to volunteer at so I don't know for other cities it's worth having a look at and see if you've got amazing similar. I feel like if they've made an app for that one they've probably done it in other cities too so worth yeah. checking out but what other advice have you got for booking and finding appearances uh, well I think it's nice when uh, you get in touch because we with our galaxy girls we'll have our facebook group and you can start to see if there's anyone else from your area and you can share appearances with each other i think that's a really nice thing because that's going to help you build on those friendships as well uh google is always a fantastic source of you know what's on uh what's happening in your area and yeah i think well, even even like your local newspaper has like what's on listings and post offices sometimes have um, mm. little cards in the window and say what's going on. 
Um, but I think it's I think when you're all of a sudden looking for things, um, you start to see you start to find them. Uh, there might be a you know charity that you feel particularly that you want to support. You can call them, email them, introduce yourself, and explain. You know, just want to volunteer. Do you have anything coming up? Uh, things like there's like starlight walks. Uh, things, and then when you start doing one, you'll be telling people about them, and then it will just it grows in that way and there's also however much you can do as according to what's going on in your your life uh you know like I say we all have different different things we've got to juggle and balance so yeah yeah it's connected I mean I found uh, I don't know why but I had the drive to do a run somewhere as one of my appearances and we were going to try and get a group together and do a fancy dress park run a group of galaxy girls but it was getting sort of later into the year before any of us could make it and we were a bit worried about yeah um yeah I managed to find Chessington World of Adventures which is 20 minutes from my house do a a run they do either a five or a 10k run that you can do around Chessington uh, for charity once a year so we've signed up to that. And then because we're going to that, we get discounted tickets to stay in the park for the rest of the day. So we get a family day out as well. Amazing. Um, yeah. It's turned into a whole pageant day because I were then going to someone's charity ball in the evening as well. Um, but we, we didn't have a date night planned for that month yet. So we're turning that charity ball we're going to is going to be our date night. Um, so oh then, wow your partner's better than my husband there is no way that I would get away with that at all um, but that is one thing as well to think about is like potential for seasonal appearances mm. so Christmas comes and there's so many different Christmas fairs they they have them in even small villages it doesn't have to be that you're in a big city and um, Christmas fairs Santa runs are really popular and then you know Halloween there's there's like scare fests and things like that with Halloween might be a pumpkin carving opportunity um Easter you might want to do Easter bunny story time at the library the library is always a good one as well for finding appearances so just kind of thinking of like outside the box sometimes things can be so obvious but you're like oh I just need to kind of put the dots together and reach, reaching out and asking to do stuff but I'd said my biggest tip with those one is make it clear you're offering to do it for free because people can yeah. be a bit nervous. They're like, how much are you going to charge? Particularly when I'm offering to do speaking things as well, because I speak for work, I give yeah. them all my, I give them, uh, I basically give them my CV and they're like, and how many thousands of pounds are you going to charge me? I'm like, no, no, <laughs> on this occasion, I'm doing it yeah. for free. <laughs> and they're like, what? Yeah, exactly. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, on that thread, like sort of shopping centres are good as well. Like all the actual local, like your town shopping centres. It's like Warrington Town Centre has uh, the Golden Square shopping centre. They might have promotional activities, family days, um, promotions that they're running where they would want their local beauty queen to attend. And so that's a good way just to sort of start the ball rolling with that one as well. And um, the other one that I've made, there's, there's two charities that I'm also supporting in addition to the Christie one with my two events that I'm doing. And they were ones I met through my church. So even if you're not religious, um, yeah. a nice church welcome the non-religious just as much as they welcome the religious. Um, yes. There are lots of people that attend my church that aren't actually Christians because they go maybe to support a partner and things. And we'll, we'll have anyone. We'll have anyone. Right? <laughs> um, yeah. And reach out to them and just say, I want to do some good in the world can you yeah. help me and of course they're going yeah. to want to connect you with events and things um Absolutely. And the, other, the other one I found is find venues you don't need to find the events <coughs> find the venues and go and look on their notice board yes if, if you've got yeah. community halls um, working men's clubs and things near you if you go and look on their notice boards I found ones then yeah and um, and yeah. even if I haven't made it to that um what was the other one that just I just thought of oh so if girls are posting in the Facebook group that they're going to do yeah, something like a Santa run or um, some, the runs keep coming into my head for some reason. Um, probably, <laughs> it's probably because I'm doing a run next week. Um, uh, is look for, that might be a regional one. And even though you might go, oh, well, there, that's in Manchester and I live in Kent. It might yeah. be a series like the, um, the colour runs pop up all over yeah. the place. So exactly. Tough mudder, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, um, definitely. The pink one, the pink um, race for life. 
Um, yes. Yeah. And things like Macmillan Coffee Mornings, like they're going to be everywhere. There's Armed Forces Day where veterans do lots. Uh, November the 11th, Remembrance Day. There's going to be parades. Uh, things, you know, St. George's Day. Um, there's things that are our days, so to speak, are, are where there is going to be, even if it's a coffee morning, you know, go along and speak to people. Uh, they will just love it, definitely. Oh, awesome. Um, I, I like to have jobs when I go to things. I found, if I'm particularly nervous about going to one, is yes. speaking to them and saying, can I, can I come and help sell your raffle tickets and things like that? Um, and giving, like, actually having a role within the day, I find that makes me a lot less nervous. So if you're worried about the confidence side of things, grab the organizer and be like, where can I help? Even if it's like doing the washing up. Um, yeah. I, I really yeah. found that that makes me feel a bit more part of it and can ease the nerves around it as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, oh, that's amazing. Do you feel like there's anything we haven't touched on with appearances that you wanted to cover? I feel like we've covered so much about appearances. I guess the main thing is, is just for the girls not to let it consume them and be like, oh, I'm so worried about, you know, I've not done as many or that whole comparison um, that you do. I mean, I know it's almost like natural for us just to compare to what everyone else is doing, but just know that it's not about the volume that you've done. And some girls, they, you know, they can't make any, and that's, that is also okay, you know, to explain, you know, I'm new to the industry. I hadn't been able to make any. If I win, this is what I'd want to do, X, Y, Z. Don't feel that you're on a back foot. Um, it's what you want to make of it with appearances, 100%. So I, I will want to make that clear to anyone that's listened to this episode and previous episodes. Um, a, a doing appearances is very much a part of my personal goal and journey that I want <laughs> to do. So don't get intimidated when I'm talking about big crazy ones that I'm doing that's very much a part of who I am and representing yeah which is amazing and that's why that's why the pageant industry is fab because it can accommodate for what we all want to do um and and like I say I actually wish and I always in fact I can use this as an opportunity to tell everyone I always feel guilty because I feel like you all do so much as pageant contestants and queens organizing different fundraisers whether it's a ball whether it's a, a raffle bingo night and I'm always invited to them and I wish 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 that my job could just be to come and see you all at weekends and attend these amazing events but there is no way that I can and so I hate it that it looks if any time you think oh she's not supported my event it's just completely out of my mm. capabilities of doing them all and then if I did one then I know that I would instantly be sort of like oh well she's that one why can't she do mine or they might be on the same day so I try and attend what I can but it's it is um it's just a, a difficult one to kind of do everything yeah. I'm sorry not enough hours in the day don't hate don't um, hate speaking of which we better we better wrap up so we're gonna go yeah. with our five uh your system in five questions so this is I think you'll you may be the first one out with this. Um, this is oh. a new little feature. Every time I have a director on for an interview, um, I'm a big believer in finding the right system for you. Galaxy and I connected fairly instantly. And it's been the system that's had my heart ever since. But you need to find a system that's right for you. So every time I've got a director on, I want to make the most of it and find out a little bit more about their system. So although you have a few systems, we're going to focus on Galaxy with these. Yeah. Uh, so we've got five questions, fairly quick fire-ish. Okay. She says, two people that like to ah. talk. Um, about the, the Galaxy system. So question number one, what is your favourite thing about your system? Okay, so I've not got one favourite thing, but I'll still keep it quick, quick, not quick, quick. I absolutely love the glamour that comes with Galaxy. I don't know 100% how it's sort of grown and achieved. We've almost got what they've got in America and we've been able to replicate that over here. But I just love that there's just something completely fabulously glamorous about it. And I also love the inclusivity of it, that literally near enough any age, there's no age barrier, no size restriction, anything like that. And I, I just adore that. Adore it. Awesome. Number two, what do, does your system have a body type? So like? almost following on from the inclusivity that I said above, uh, no, there is no body type. I've had girls who are under five foot win. I've had girls who are over five foot ten win. Uh, I've had a size six win, had a size 16 win. No body type. 
Because that I found really interesting. I think it was um, one of Maria's interviews on another podcast and she was busting myths. And she busted okay. the myth that you have to be tall to win a pageant, which was really funny because I had the impression it was the other way around, that tall people didn't win <laughs> until Harriet Lane came along. And I'm a big fan of Harriet's, but until Harriet yeah. came along, I was like, only short people win pageants. I'll never win. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the thing. Everyone, everyone just has like, you, and I did it when I competed. You'd be looking, you'd be like, okay, is it this? Is it that? And sometimes it's just the way the cookie crumbles with the judging. And you're, oh, you know, I remember one year I had it in, uh, I'm digress. I'm sorry, I know we're being quick, but I remember one year in Miss Galaxy England. Of the top five, four of the girls were from Liverpool. The winner, or Merseyside, the winner was eventually from that area. And we'd had maybe about two or three winners from Merseyside within a very short period of time. And I just thought, do you know what? If I did fix it, I wouldn't fix it to be like this. You know, yeah. people go, oh, it's, a, it's like, do you really think I would be that obvious? That I'd yeah. be like, oh, well, we'll just put all the scousers in. It, they just, you know... I don't know what was in the water back then, but geez, the, you know, the Merseyside girls, they had all the glamour and everything. And that year it was just incredible, but it's just the way it crumbles. And question number three, what age groups does your system cover? That's an easier one. Uh, Yeah. Okay. So we have no upper age limit and we do junior Miss Galaxy UK, which starts from age 11. They just have to have turned 12 by August of the year of the international finals, if that makes sense. So if I was 11 and I was 12 next February, I would be able to compete in Junior Miss Galaxy because I'd be 12 in August. Perfect. And then there's different ones. So if you're married, you you have to be married to do misses and things like that as well. Um, So at the moment, I'm an MS, I'm a Ms, which I'm, I don't know, I feel like it connects with me better than being a Miss. I feel like I was... I was too old to be a miss anyway. So I'm, I'm, I quite like the MS <laughs> category. Um, quest, yeah. Right. Question number four, biggest or most untruthful myth? I wasn't sure I had a word this question. Uh, the biggest, <laughs> most untruthful myth or rumour you've ever heard about your pageant system? I hear so many different things and it, it, they make me giggle. And then I realise that people are actually telling the truth. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, no, no, no. Um, so a couple, um, which everyone will have heard, uh, you have to buy a dress from the dress studio to win. Uh, it's just, yeah, I think people are believing now that that's not the case because uh, we've had such few winners in recent years because uh, people stop buying from us when they realise they could go and, and get one made and it not be at their detriment. So, yeah, 100% that. Um, you have to have competed before. Uh, again, we've had winners most years that where girls haven't competed before. Uh, and then I heard some funny ones. Um, once I had queens come to me and say, is it true that at the next final, when we're no longer queens, we're not allowed to wear gowns? So I was like, what? This was my response. I was like, gowns or crowns like don't wear your crown but you can wear a gown and literally (laughs) they said it had all been going round that people who were past title holders couldn't wear gowns so I was thinking why I I couldn't even why would that be a thing I genuinely believe this must be a case of Chinese whispers and the first person said crown because I say out of respect don't wear your crown um, but bring it with you so we can get a group photo at the end. Um, and I wonder if it's escalated from there. And, and I genuinely don't know, but, it, you know, a few people said it to me, so then everyone, because obviously everyone talks, and I'm going, no, you can't wear gowns. Well, can you imagine the whole audience are wearing gowns except my reigning, uh, well, former winners, It just that. Um, and then another one is that juniors can't wear red or a strapless dress. I've had juniors win uh, in red and strapless dresses. So that's not true. So yeah, I think those ones for now. People are, people are bizarre. That's the solution to that. Though, it it makes me giggle though. Um, but I just think, oh no. But if, if you hear it from me, it's the truth. Mm. And then that's beyond that. <laughs> no. There you go. Just go and ask the top dog. <laughs> yeah. That's always the answer. Yeah. <laughs> um, and number five, where do you see your pageant in five years time? <sighs> 
So I want to win more international crowns, of course, and I just hope that it can continue to grow in the way that it has in the UK already. I feel like everyone's really embraced it. Um, We have such a lovely family community feel. It's like a little bit of a crazy family reunion at each of the finals. And I really hope that that continues and that people can see the positivity and authenticity that you can get by being a galaxy girl by can just being part of that event um like one big crazy dysfunctional family really <laughs> so yeah awesome. um, thank you so much for doing this i know well busy busy crazy schedule um and it was yeah. really nice that we were able to we even booked a spare date in for everyone listening we yeah that in case kids and life got in the way and we weren't able to do this one so it was like, I knew you were serious about coming on when we were like let's do two dates yeah um, yeah which is really nice because I now have a space in my diary next week to finish some actual <laughs> work my, my actual work um quantity this month has dipped dramatically because I've been all pageant I've <laughs> oops never mind we'll do some work next month. um yeah so yeah fine. thank you so much um no worries um I've enjoyed it where can we find you on social media ah so I'm on I'm on I'm so old I'm on Instagram and I'm at pageant girl holly and if you want to follow our galaxy pageants it's at uk galaxy pageants and on Facebook I am holly louise uh, and if you if you go facebook.com, it's forward slash Holly Louise Iken. It comes up. I-K-I-N for November. Perfect. And I will, I will link everything in the show notes for this episode. Um, so hopefully, <coughs> whatever you're listening to this, you will be able to find those bits. Um, and if you found this in a post on Facebook, then it should also have the link in the comments as well. Thank you for joining me today. I value and appreciate your time so much. So it means a lot that you spent some of it here. Do rock on over to my Facebook or Instagram to share your thoughts on this episode. And I would really love it if you could give this episode a share while you're there. For any specific links, things mentioned in this episode, etc., please pop over to the website, which is mummyisdoingapageant.com. Have an amazing day. And remember, you sparkle your brightest when you're being yourself. See you soon.